Hello, hello, hello everybody. Welcome to what is a very, very lovely Monday morning here. It's absolutely glorious. Now, I've got some interesting things to share with you today. Just before I do that, I am letting you know that I've decided to keep Contentology open just for another couple of days. I know it's very, very exciting. And if you are not sure what Contentology is, then there is a little description post in there. You've still got to go in the running to win $1,000, which is very, very fun and very exciting, I think. Well, that's, that's my thoughts. I don't know. I don't know what you think. You can let me know your thoughts about what you think about that. I thought that I would come to you and let you know, good morning, Judith. Um, I want to talk to you a bit about something that I think is really interesting and how out of the shit <laughs> we can have some, some good things happen. Good morning, Jeremy. You know how there's always these stories that we hear all the time. So I'm just trying to get comfortable. My legs are a bit sore today from all my skating yesterday. Um, you know, we hear these stories about the silver lining and about how like most successful people, they have these amazing, amazing stories, right? Where they've got these inspirational things that happen and then they kind of hit this murky pit of shitness and then something happens and it accelerates them out and they have these really awesome things happen and, you know, they end up being successful and yada, yada, yada. And that's really fantastic. However, like when it's, it's one thing to kind of like read and hear about this stuff, right? And it's quite another, I think, to, to live it, to, to go through it, to actually have it happen to you. So I thought I would tell you, fitting that I'm, I'm wearing this t-shirt today. And I, I think the big thing for me is to remind you all that if you're going through shit, that the best thing that you can do is just to keep going through it and, it, and you'll come good on the other side. For me, what happened, um, I've, had, I've actually had some mean girl incidents happen uh, three times that, that I know of, right, throughout my business. And the first time it happened, I was absolutely astonished that, that, that people could be like this. I had quite a vanilla uh, high school, uh, like growing up and going, going through high school, quite vanilla. Like I wasn't bullied. I wasn't ostracized. I wasn't part of the cool club. I wasn't part of the not cool club. Well, I kind of was, but you know what I mean? Like I, I wasn't, I didn't have any, there was nothing traumatic that happened in regards to other girls or bullies or things like that. If, if, and if it did, I was blissfully unaware that anything like that happened. And so for me in, in this business, and you know what it's like, I know that you guys are out there, you're marketing yourselves, you're putting yourselves out there, it's a, it's a big deal. And we show up and we wear our hearts on our sleeves. And you know, I, I know that if you're, you guys are very similar to me. I know you're incredibly loyal, you're incredibly passionate, you're incredibly driven. You just wanna get out there and you wanna help people. Right. And so I'm just like, when I first started in 2010, I was like, let me at the people. I just want to help the people. Give me all of the people so I can help everybody. And, and I was really eager, right? Not dissimilar to how I am now, but back then I was particularly eager and particularly excited to do as much as I humanly possibly could. Hey, Sandy. And this really interesting thing happened. So I ran an event 
called Sales and Marketing Spy School. Some of you will remember this in 2013. And in, in this particular event, I, or at that time, so throughout 2013, I'd spent a lot of time positioning myself as the, the person who could help you with Facebook ads and marketing funnels and getting yourself out there and, and that kind of thing. That was, that was my big thing, like get yourself out there. And that was my, that was the thing that I did. And the vehicle that I used to, to help people with that was I would put people through an eight-week style program. Uh, but I also decided that <clears throat> some people just weren't ready for an eight-week program with me yet. So I thought, right, we'll get them in a room and, and I will help them come hell or high water. And some of the things, some of the feedback that came back throughout that event and after that event from some some of my peers and things like that was that it was one of the best events that they had attended one of the most professionally run events and I mean I had an amazing crew and I had an amazing support team and I had some really great training with how to facilitate and how to run this particular event so I was really excited about it and hi Joe. and so for me, the, the thing that we did throughout this, it was a three-day event with a bonus fourth day as a, as a mastermind day for people who had been through my eight-week programs. And we had life coaches, people running retreats, relationship coaches. We had artists. I had authors. I had business coaches, business mentors. I had so many people doing so many awesome things. Uh, we had allied health professionals. We had like, uh, yeah, allied health. We had um, osteopaths, psychologists, like just, just really, it was an amazing, amazing group of people. Or so I thought. And so I ran this event and it was amazing and the feedback was awesome and fantastic. And you know, it, it just, I was on such a high and I, and I know that we had made it look really easy. You know, you know, when you, when you watch people who are masters of what it is that, that they do and they've got everything kind of like running like a tight ship, I know we made it look easy. And that's just, that's a fact that's not um, from, you know, thinking we're fucking amazing, which we are, but you know what I mean? Not from ego. It was a really freaking well-run event. And what happened was following on from that, we, we've got the, the, I had the option of, of selling to people and I decided that I didn't want to sell on stage. I just, I, the, my, my, my pitch on stage was this, you ready? You'll, you'll love this because it took about like three seconds. Said, so you guys, if you want to have a chat about working together a bit further, I'm going to hang around and sit on the stage just here. And if you want to come and chat to me, you're very welcome to at, in the lunch break or in the afternoon tea break, whatever we were doing. And if not, that's totally cool. Go and enjoy your lunch. Like that was my whole sales pitch. It was just so laid back, so chilled and like really kind of my, like definitely my style of doing things. And so from there, what happened the following couple of months, we had some people sign up for different coaching programs, which was fantastic. I actually ended up doing about quarter of a million dollars in sales uh, just from, from that one event, which was really awesome. I was so proud of myself. I was so proud of my team. But then interesting things started to happen. I started to get wind of people who were relationship coaches dropping their relationship coaching business and deciding to be marketing coaches and then wanting to be like my, my tagline for my business has been kick-ass online business and marketing strategies 
since like 2012 or something. So all of a sudden they were like kick-ass marketing and kick-ass that. And these were people who had been in the room, who had been coaching with me. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? This is a bit interesting. So for me, I was just like, well, this is interesting. I don't care if, if somebody says to me, oh, Nick, I want to do what you do. Awesome. I'll teach you. Like, I have no problem with that. I know that there is so much business to go around. I'm not scared about competition. I don't, I don't care, right? If, if you want to learn from me, if you want to do what I do, I will teach you. I won't hold back because I know that there are some people who will absolutely love the shit out of you and won't like me. And you know what? To me, it's like, so long as these people are getting the help, that's what matters to me. I know, Sandy. So they, they, these people were jumping ship and, and that was okay. But then what I started to hear was that some of my trainings were being like my eight week programs that, that I might, that you have paid for, for example, were being literally given to other people. And then they were saying, don't buy from Nicola. I will give you her program, right? So at that time, my, my programs were anywhere between six and $8,000 for an eight-week program, including a two-day live event and a whole host of other things like one-on-one -on -one coaching and, and this, that, and the other. Really high value and, and high ticket programs, but, but you got my support, my brain in your business, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so what happened was I started hearing about how like, I have clients say, oh, look, I'm, I'm actually going to pull out of your program and then I'd found out that they'd been given it by other people, previous students. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? This is, this is ridiculous. And then that sort of started to snowball. I'm thinking, holy shit, what is going on here? This is really, really bad. And it's not like somebody buys your ebook and then gives it to somebody else, which I actually think is a bit shit, but you know, it's, you, you can't really control it, but you get my point, right? This was, this was really big. So I found out about it and I pulled the pin on some of these people. I'm just like, this is insane. Okay, fine. I will, I'll just, you know, head down. I'm just going to do what I'll, what I do. Then I received a message. Uh, or actually it was, yeah, I received a message from a couple of clients, some messages from a couple of clients saying, I, I really need to talk to you. And and actually from my husband's brother-in-law. So my husband, sorry, my husband's brother, my brother-in-law lives in Japan, said, are you aware of this? He sent a photo of a screenshot to my husband that had the I Hate Nicola Facebook group. Then I found out I had I knew people who were in this group, like these people, I'd found out that they were giving away my content. I, I pretended to them that I didn't know anything because my thing is, is like, if you've paid me, I'm going to deliver. I'm going to do everything that I can to help you. And that was just kind of like my, 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 my part in my integrity. Like I wasn't going to uh, refund them. I wasn't going to pull a pin on them. I was absolutely giving these, these people the benefit of the doubt. And then I found out that there was an, an I hate Nicola group <laughs> that was formed by the people who had been at this event and they were all in there. They were saying, I don't know, they were making up shit about me. They were saying stuff about me. And I remember this was in January, 2014. I remember having a conversation, like my, my pool is just there, like out my, outside of my glass doors. And I remember being on the phone, walking around the pool area. And I'd heard from about three or four people in January 
telling me about this group that had been formed, what was being said in there. And I ended up saying to these clients, I just said, you know what? I, I don't want to know anymore. You know, thank you for bringing this to my attention. I am very aware of it. And I just need you to just, I just don't want to know anymore. <laughs> but thank you for letting me know. I really appreciate it. So the dilemma at this point was that I, so this, this, this came to light around December, January. So December, 2013, January, 2014. And then from there, we had, um, I, I was running an event for these people who were all due to come. Hey, Carly, I know it's, yeah, exactly. These are coaches, right? Coaches. It's insane. So I had an I had an event like so eight week program included a two day event, and this two day event I was running on the Gold Coast in I think it might have been March, and I was faced with this problem that I've got people who were in my eight week program who were giving away my program for free to other people right, and yet they were still they paid for the program and were entitled to a two day event. So I had this whole almost like mental breakdown. In, in January of 2014, I'm like, what the fuck do I do here? You know, how do I, do I pull the pin? Do I not let them in? And then are they going to want a refund? And then, you know, no, 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 So I made this decision to run the event and allow them in the room, right? Not the people who had received the program for free because they sure as shit were not entitled to that. But if you've paid me and I've promised you something, I, I, I had to really sit and say in all integrity, if you've paid me money and I don't have the physical proof in my hands, then even though I've heard it from all of the people and I've been sent screenshots, I'm like, all right, I know for me to be able to sleep at night, I'm going to still run the event and I will still let them in. So I was like, okay, how are we going to do this, Nick? <laughs> I was like, if I invite them and they show up, this is going to be interesting. If I invite them and then they don't show up, then that's going to be interesting and, you know, whatever, it's fine. So I've gone, okay, cool. Here's what I'm going to do. And I've got my team around me and, and I said, okay, here's what we're going to do, you guys. We're going to run the event and we are going to invite all of the people from all of the time. And if you've already been to an event of mine, that's fine. You can come into this one for free. I don't care. Everyone is welcome. Every previous client and every current client was welcome at this event uh, only a couple of months after. So I, after this all really kind of sort of blew up and, and came to light and the I Hate Nicola group was still going and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I've gone, okay, so here's what we could do. We'll run the event and we'll see what happens. It's two days. And at the worst case scenario, it's two days of living hell, but no one can ever turn around and say, Nicola did not deliver on what she sold because I'd have all of the documentation to say, well, actually, yeah, I, I did. So it was a bit of a, a bit of a decision of self-preservation. It was definitely a decision around integrity. It was also a financial decision because if I thought that these people, if I, if I didn't let them come in the room and they turn around and said, oh, but I bought an eight-week program that included a two-day event. And if I said, sorry, you can't come to the two-day event, then, you know, I'm in breach of the agreement. And I thought, I cannot, I cannot allow the space for that to happen. If they choose to not come, that's their choice and it's on them. I'm not going to stop them from coming to something that they've paid for. But we all have this conversation, my team and I, I had this conversation where like, we just don't think that these people are going to come. 
but let's just see what happens. They all RSVP'd as attending, right? So I'm like, holy shit, how do I deal with this now? Oh my God, this is insane. So they've, I've, I've, we've opened the doors to this event and I ran it the exact same way that I've ever run any event. And, and that is, I am an open book. It's like you to hear, right? I'm an open book. You want to know something you ask me? I'll tell you. I, it's, it's, I'm very, uh, and always have been very open, very raw, very real. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll answer anything for you. So we're at this event and I'm on stage and um, the room was set up in a U. And on day one, I'm going around. I'm like, what are you celebrating? What questions do you have? And I made sure that I knew that the mean girls I, I made sure that I had that they were that they were having all of their questions asked in the exact same way, the same tone, the same manner as everybody else. Their questions all went up on the board. One of them didn't come back after day one at lunchtime. I think there were three of them that didn't come back the next day for day two. So they they'd sent messages about saying that they'd been ill, that they just one just didn't just didn't come back. I don't know why they just didn't come back. Well, I do know, but. There was, it was so fascinating to me that these women, it was all women in this particular scenario, would have the balls to create an I hate Nicola group, to like literally create an I hate Nicola group. And it was hidden from me so I couldn't see it. So I had to go in through my husband's profile or, or you know, look for it that way. Um, they rolled up at an event and there was, there was two of them that stayed right to the end of day two. And I said, like, we, we went around the room. I said, what's the best, most awesomest thing about this event? What's your biggest takeaway? What are you going to do when you walk out? And from there, what they did, like, we said goodbye. We did all of our thing. They all left. I closed the door and I go, well, thank fuck that's over. I jumped onto Facebook, <laughs> unfriended them, and that was that. You know, like, very, uh, you know, cut off, done. I've delivered. That's great. You're gone. See you later. Never come back into my life ever again. What was really interesting about that was that for, for that particular time, so this is really early on in my business, you guys. So this is like, uh, well, you know, three, three and a half years, three, three years, three and a half years into the business. I was doing at that point, um, it was about three quarters of a million a year. So maybe 700, 750 a year, somewhere around that consistently, uh, each month. And it was, and we're going really, really well. And so I just think that, that some of the things that can happen, there's these silver linings. So the good thing to come out of this was that I was like, okay, cool. Well, you know, anyone can now say anything about me and, and whatever. I don't care. You know, I will always deliver on what it is that I've sold. I will. I can always say that I've been completely in integrity. I've learned some very strong boundaries, and it was fascinating. Then we had another group of them come through, which was really, really curious and really, really interesting. And then I had another group come through. the The I Hate Nicola group was the like the, that almost broke me. But then in two thousand and seventeen, had another another group of women. It was about five women this time that were actively undermining new clients, right? So the way that I used to run my programs was that I they, they would go every eight weeks and they would come into rounds and and you guys like they would they would all interact with each other and so on and so forth. And and I was really big on building community and building support, which I still am today. Like that hasn't changed. 
But the one thing about these particular people were that they they were they were saying that my stuff didn't work. I'm like, you guys, you know, I've been doing this for seven, eight years now, seven to eight years. If my stuff didn't work, the whole world would know about it. I wouldn't have a business. You know, I'm all over the internet. If my shit didn't work, everybody would know about it. I said, but you know what? And they'd all ask for refunds. So at that point, you know, I, I was I was facing down the barrel of like 40 grand in refunds. I'm like, I can't, I can't, my business can't sustain $40,000 in refunds. And I don't refund anyway. But if I did refund one, then, you know, I'd, I'd have to refund them all. And I'm like, I just, I can't do that. So what I did decide to do is I actually went back to them all, each, each and every one of them. And I said, look, if you really, if you sit down and do the work, because they hadn't done the work, right? That's why they're saying it hadn't worked. I said, look, you, you sit with me. I'll, put, I'll, I'll give you another two months of my time for free. We'll make sure that you implement. I will help you with the technology. You get your ads running. You get all of this stuff working. And if it still doesn't work, I will refund you your money. Because I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, if they had done the things that I told them to do and taught them to do and supported them to do for eight months, uh, for two months, and then a further two months for free, that they would absolutely get results. Every one of them said, no, thank you. But they demanded refunds. I'm like, this is just not, this is just not okay. So they, I just went back, like they all said, no, we went to mediation in each state. And, and I said, I'm not refunding. I'm happy to put my money where my mouth is. I will absolutely support them for two months completely wholeheartedly in full integrity and I'll do everything I can. And if at the end of that further two month period, they, um, you know, you don't, you don't get results, I will refund them 100% of their money, but they've got to do the work. Like you guys all know this. If you don't do the work, you don't get results. You can't just join a gym membership because you want to grow muscles or lose weight or whatever, and then not go and then say to the gym, Hey, fuck you, your program didn't work. And by the way, refund me my money. You know, meanwhile, the instructors have turned up every day to, to do the thing. Like it doesn't, there's not how things work. So this particular time round though, they threatened me. Yeah, it's awful, Wendy. It was awful. Um, they threatened me with a class action. They, uh, they threatened to take my family, drag my whole family. Actually, it was so funny but not funny at the time. But one of the calls with a mediator on the other end of the phone, this woman said, Nicola, if you don't refund, I will take your family, I will drag your family through a current affair and today, tonight. And is that really what you want for your kids? You need to give me a full refund. And I've just gone, oh, hell no. Take me to a current affair. Take me to today, tonight. Bring that shit on. I've got everything is documented. Oh, hell no. No, no, no. They all fell off the. They all. They all removed. They all uh, withdrew their complaints. They all just kind of, you know, bled into the background and and faded away. But it fucked me up. <laughs> I gotta tell you, you guys, it absolutely. It just. It. It was. It was devastating. So this is at the end of 2017, and you know, seven and a half years in business, and to have this stuff happen, and and I'm sharing this with you not because this is a normal thing, right? This doesn't happen to everyone. This is not a rite of passage. This is 
Um, not like th this, this stuff is rare, right? But I kind of feel like I've walked through, walked through the fire so that you guys have got the, uh, I guess the systems, the processes, the support and to let you know that there are really shitty times that you may go through in business and that's okay. And so long as you're staying in touch with your integrity, your reason why, your motivation, and making sure that you that you are doing the right thing, right? I know we all know that we're doing the right thing, but I really questioned at the end of 2017, when when all of this 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 latest mean girl bullshit happened, uh, I I really sat down and what's weird? It's like gaslighting, right? I actually sat down and I remember having a conversation with my mom and my therapist, and I, separately. And I said, you know what? Like, maybe my stuff doesn't work. Maybe I, maybe I'm delusional. Maybe I, I, maybe I've made all of this stuff up in my head. You know, maybe my shit doesn't work. Maybe I'm actually no good at this. Maybe this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And it was, it was fascinating to look back on now and have the conversations with you know my clients who had gotten results, right? So we've got, we had this reality this weird reality of these people saying, you fucking suck. And then clients hitting the most amazing goals, being like, oh my God, Nicola, you're amazing. And, you know, but, but, but they'd done the work, right? It was just my support and, and a bit of guidance and, and coaching that had helped them. They've gone and done the work. If you get results, they're not my results. They're your results. You're the one that turned up, showed up, put the content out there, put the offers out there, you've gone and done your coaching, your therapy, your whatever, your training, like whatever it is that you're doing, you are completely 100% responsible for your results and therefore those results belong to you. I might play a bit of a part in it, but it's all you, right? So I've got these people being like, you're an asshole and these people over here being like, you're amazing. I'm like, oh, I, I, I'd kind of in my head, I'd almost cancelled out all of the work that I'd done for seven years, all of the amazing results that people had made over the last seven years. And all I heard was your shit, your stuff doesn't work. Um, you know, you're, you're a thief, you're a charlatan, you're a snake oil salesman, like all of this kind of shit. And I was just like, well, maybe I'm actually not supposed to be doing this. Maybe this isn't actually why I'm here. What it forced me to really do is to, to check in with what I wanted, why I wanted it, and how it was that I wanted to do it. So the I Hate Nicola group was kind of like muscle building, uh, like on a scale of one to 10. And then the second round of Mean Girls that kicked in was around like maybe a scale of three out of 10. The 2017 girls were freaking like 15 out of 10 is how it felt for me. But what I'm so grateful for, what I'm, what I, I hated it and I still hate it. And it's still like, I don't know why people do weird shit like this. It's so strange to me because I'm like, I'm a good person. I, I, I know I, integrity is my top value. You know, I'm only ever going to do things that are helpful and, and important and, and that get results. I'm like, the silver lining here was was this and this is where if you look at the hero's journey kind of like you've got this call to adventure and then you end up in this murky pit of shitness and I was there I was I was as close to depressed as a person could get I'd never struggled to get out of bed ever until like that time I questioned everything I, I, I questioned my whole identity I didn't even know who I was anymore 
And the silver lining from that is that through all of that questioning, through all of that shit, I, I really drew some lines in the sand. So I, I decided that I will only work with people I like. Like that's the line in the sand. And, and, and you know, you guys, you can, you can draw these lines and these boundaries at any time. And maybe you're not, maybe you're not like me. For me, it took me, I felt like I could help everybody. So I felt like this overwhelming sense of responsibility to try and be there for as many people as I humanly possibly could. If, if they were saying to me, look, Nicola, you know, I really need to work with you. If I had any little warning signals, I might be like, mm, I'm not sure, but I would err on the side of, no, like I, I, I know that I can help them. I'll, I'll definitely help them. If I couldn't help them, I wouldn't take them on, right? But more than that now, if I like, if 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 they, if it doesn't even feel like a personality match, I won't work with them. Like we, we've got to we've got to be able to get along, and so that was really interesting. But the most profound kind of like breakthrough moment, line in the sand moment for me, and I shared this uh, like in in brief on my page earlier this morning, was that I I drew this line in the sand at the start of twenty eighteen. I've gone. I will never ever ever go through that ever again. Never in, a, never in a million years. I am not open for that. I am not available for that. Fuck that shit. This is done now. So what do I need to put in place? So I made the decision that if things are not fun in my business, I am not doing them. If I don't want to run a program, I am not going to run it. I don't run those eight-week programs like that anymore. I don't, I don't teach things that don't light me up, that don't fuel me, that are not helpful and, and things like that. So I was so incredibly clear on if it's not fun, I'm not freaking doing it. If it's not helpful, I'm not doing it. And I, I really tried to shift away. Like I was very well known in the industry as somebody who was absolutely crushing it, who was the, the Facebook ads person you would go to, to to learn from. And I just decided that I don't want to, I don't want to do that anymore. Every now and again, I will, if it, if it's, if I think that it's helpful or whatever, but not in the same rigid way that I used to do it. So what that meant for me, like had I not gone through the, the all of the mean girl stuff, I probably still would have been doing the soul sucking stuff that I didn't want to do. I felt like back then, like I was, you know, way, way back then that I was maybe, uh, you guys, you know, when, you know, when you have a really cool job and you, you might love it, but you're like, you know what, I know that this is not what I'm here to do right? That's kind of what it felt like. I felt like I was only doing things from a technician perspective versus operating in my zone of genius. And part of my zone of genius is talking with you guys and, and pulling stuff out of your head, finding ways to be able to make that work and then make money. You know, finding, finding content in the, the, the perceived mundane or the everyday, helping you to see your own potential, you know, all of that kind of stuff. I'm your biggest advocate. I'm your biggest cheerleader. You know, those kinds of things are the things that I'm really, really awesome at. And, and I felt like I wasn't getting to do that in the way that I really wanted to do it. So at the start of 2018, I'm like, that's the only way I'm going to work now is, and it's the only kinds of people that I'm going to work with. And I've got to tell you, I have had more fun. We're coming up three years of this decision, Right. And I've had more fun in the last three years, 
2018, all of 2018, all of 2019, all of 2020. I've had more fun. I've had more joy. I've gotten the most amazing clients. Like I can't even tell you. I've got the most amazing community where you guys who are completely amazing. And, you know, the, the, the thing that I wish, that I really, really wish that I had known even back in 2014, 2015, 2013, 2017, like all of those years ago, the things that I really wished were that I trusted myself more. So the big thing that I want to share with you today is for you to trust yourself more. You know, if you're feeling this pull or this push to 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 evolve, to change, to tweak, to to do something a little bit different, perhaps to what you're doing, and it's not about saying, all right, you're a relationship, you're a you're a relationship coach now. You have to be a marketing coach. That's not what I mean. You know, find something or, or work out what it is that's going to align to you and align for you and really work on working that because everything changes when you do that. It's kind of like the world opens up and the heavens start to rain angel music down on you and, you know, everything just shifts and, and, and tilts and for the, for the better. But just trust yourself more. Really, really listen. I tried to pivot the business at the start of 2015 right? So that was back then. Start of 2015, I lost about half a million dollars in uh, expected sales, perceived sales by by going, oh, I just want to do mindset coaching. And I fucked everything up and then came back like quite, quite quickly, but lost a whole ton of revenue around that year. And it took me a further two years. That was the start of 2015. It took me until the end of 2017. And this last mean girl incident for me to just go, all right, you know what? I hear you. Okay. We don't listen to the signs. The signs get louder and bigger. And, you know, you've just really got to listen and trust yourself. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Hindsight is a beautiful thing, right? Hindsight's amazing because we can see that everything Tony Robbins says, one of the things that he says is that everything happens for us, right? And I think that is a big coaching saying as well. And I really, I really, really love that thinking because if everything is happening for us, it takes us out of victim mode, right? And into, well, I'm in the driver's seat mode. So instead of me sitting here going like, oh my God, these mean, which I did, I was, I was a mess. Like I said, you know, these mean girls are assholes. You know, why is this happening to me? And I still don't, well, I do know why it happened to me. The reason that it happened was because I was dragging my feet on making choices and decisions to do my soul's work, to, to do the work that I love, to, to come back to me, to come back to center, to come back to fun, to, to come back to doing the things that light me up. I, I kept pushing and sort of like edging further away from that. So for me, that, that was a blessing. And, and I, I know that it, it's also helped to build my resilience, my strength, my character, and my certainty. You know, there is absolutely, if, if, you, if you were to have met me, you know, 10 years ago, eight years ago, I, I still obviously would have been me because I'm me, that I had a whole lot less certainty. I had a whole lot less confidence. I had a whole, well, I didn't have any confidence really. I was just asking it. Um, you know, it would have been a very different conversation. So the thing that's really important to remember is that everything's happening for you, that it's in the adversity that resilience is built, but it's also really important, you guys, 
to, to share some of this stuff with your, like if you've gone through crap, not while you're going through it, because that's not appropriate, but if, you, if you've been through crap, share it with your audience, share it in your stories, share it in your content, write about it, because everybody out there feels like it's just us. It's just uh, that we're only that we're the first people to ever have experienced any of this. That you know that that we all the it's it's nice to know that we all have moments of doubt, that we all have moments of being in our murky pit of shitness, that we all have moments of, of flying high and 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 feeling like that everything is just aligned and um, that we're able to be where you know where we are. So I'm really grateful for the shit. Um, as shitty as it is to go through, you know, while you're working through it, it's awful. But um, yeah, it's hindsight's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, you're welcome, Sandy. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. I could probably write about three books. Probably titled the Mean Girls. Um, it yeah, really, really fascinating. Really, really fascinating. The other thing though that it has done for me is it's meant that I'll address issues. Uh, a lot a lot more head on you know if I've got an inkling that something's a little bit off or a little bit wonky I'm on it like a like a what like a fly on a donut left outside in summer I don't know do flies even like donuts I don't even know all right you guys fly on shit maybe like a fly on a shit <laughs> that's a bit less awesome what a shitty analogy I'm gonna <laughs> pun intended on that note, my friends, I am going to love you and leave you. If you still want to jump into contentology, you can do that. We have decided to extend it. The competition is still open. It's 97 bucks. You might be crowned the queen of contentology and win yourself $1,000 this month. I think that would be a pretty bloody good return on investment. And not only that, you also get the, the love of your community. I know you will increase your engagement. You will increase your sales. You will increase your content creation. And you've got accountability because you're going to be posting every day the fun stuff and the good stuff and the insightful stuff. And people will start to learn more about you, which is really, really important. All right, my friends, have a rocking, awesome and a very amazing day. I, of course, will see you tomorrow, if not before. So in the meantime, go and get yourself out there. Have a whole ton of fun doing it while you're helping your people. And please remember, for the love of all things holy, that the world is ready for your brand of awesome. You rock. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow.